world where NFTs and cryptos are on the rise, one NBA Top Shot podcast must step up to the challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, your savior has arrived. Welcome to the Crypto Ballers Podcast. Money1834 will show you the way. What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here, checking in with you on Friday, May 21st. We have a very special podcast for you today. I am joined by two wonderful gentlemen, Mr. Marcus Grant, NFL fantasy guru himself, and Hussein Shabazz, the CEO of Sleeperwire Network. We're here to talk partnership. We're here to talk about what is in store with the Crypto Ballers in the future. What is this beta testing we've been running for the past few weeks? All of that and more. We're going to jump right into our conversation. Cue the music. Friday, baby. Let's go. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Marcus, I see you. What's going on, yo? Um, yeah, I, I, how many bar bets could you win like 10 years from now asking who caught Tom Brady's 500th touchdown? <laughs> that's that's actually because nobody's gonna like, right? Because, like, when you, I was like, I was like, I forgot Josh Gordon was a patriot for like, you know, 10 minutes. Exactly. Like, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> and like, I, I should have remembered it because I remember like we were doing our podcast when it was announced that he signed there and i had like a little mini freak out on the show like i got mad i, I think i threw a pin across the room and started shouting for a few minutes i'm like this is full. this is this is not fair like how does this keep how how does the league let this happen and then it didn't work out and so i you know whatever but like yeah um i, I completely <laughs> blacked out on on all the stops josh gordon made that the patriots was one of them Yep. I, I was being a Patriots fan. I was so excited. Like I was driving when the news came out that he was signing with the Patriots. I had to pull over and tell my wife. I was like, you have no idea. She's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, no, you don't get it. I was like, just hold on for a second. I was like, Josh Gordon, an absolute animal is going to come play, play for the Patriots. I bought the jerseys. I got, I got shirts. I got hats. I got all like Josh Gordon specific stuff. And now I have nothing to do with it. I, I feel like a moron walking around with my Josh Gordon shirt on. You know, That's sort of how I felt. Out. That's sort of how I felt. I mean, as a, as a Warriors fan, I remember um, I had been on vacation. I had been visiting. I was like in Scotland. I was somewhere in Europe. And I remember I stopped. I had a stopover in Toronto on my way home. And I'm like going to the bar to get a beer just to wait for my flight. And I see that the Warriors have signed Kevin Durant. And I'm like, is this real life? Like, <laughs> like. Did I like? Did I did I fly through a wormhole? Am I in like a yeah. different dimension? Yeah. Like the Warriors are getting. I mean, like I grew up as a Warrior fan. Like we just wanted to make the playoffs when I was a kid. Like that's all we really wanted. And I'm like, now all of a sudden we're like championship level and like Kevin Durant. I'm like, this isn't. I'm not used to this sort of stuff. It was a hell of was a run cool? the Warriors had too. Was it cool? Because I almost feel like, like it came to a point where, like ever since like when like LeBron kept flirting with the Knicks. Like, I don't want LeBron on, on, on the Knicks anymore. Like, I would actually not like if LeBron James was on the Knicks at this point. Like, oh, well, not now because he's been everywhere. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, eh, you know, we don't want like, you anymore. Like, like, at some point, at some point, you just become a mercenary. Like, yeah, it's right. just, <laughs> um, but I was like, man, although here's the I don't know. I say that now. Like, if I was a Knicks fan, I might be like, yeah, come on over, like, help us win, whatever. I just want a title. Like, 
you know, at some point when you haven't, when you haven't, you know, you haven't tasted victory in a long time, you just kind of want it any way you can get it, right? I don't yep. know. Now, now, being a Celtics fan, keep LeBron James as fucking far away as possible. <laughs> I do not want to see that man wearing Celtics green. No way. I don't care if it costs. That's how I feel. Keep him away. That's how I feel. All right, he's the enemy. Always. I mean, I was always of the opinion like everybody's like Phil Jackson's the greatest coach. I'm like, really? Well, come to come win a title with the Warriors. Like, if you're that great, like come win a title. Like, whatever. Um, but I guess it's also different because like your teams like have these long histories and like all this mystique like the warriors like people didn't even know what city we played in for a long time it was just like it was like, they, were, they were golden state they were like and everybody's like okay like i know it's in california but like what like when they drafted chris gatling back in the 90s he was like he straight up said he's like i don't know what city they're in he's like i just know it's in california right like you know so <laughs> you're like oh you're going to california you're like right he's like where you know <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just like it, it could be LA, it could be San Francisco. Like you didn't even know, it could have been Bakersfield. Like nobody knew. It just it was like, yeah, yeah it was just in California. Yeah. Now I uh I was a big fan of the Warriors back when they had Monte Ellis and Steph together. Remember when mm-hmm. those two guys were the backcourt? Yeah. I I had so much fun watching those two play off of each other. But you know, they got to the point where it's like, all right, do we roll with Monte Ellis or do we take a chance on you know Curry and his bum ankle? That was and they ended up making a pretty good choice. That was honestly, I think, the turning point of the franchise because like the old Warriors would have shipped out Steph and kept Monte and Steph would have like, you know, been a superstar somewhere else. Like, you know, in the past, like, you know, they would have made the wrong choice, you know, like that was, that was always their history. So they finally got it right for once. And they got, you know, they, they kept Steph, they drafted clay. Um, you know, I mean, I never thought Draymond green would be the player he is like, yeah, he's kind of a chubby dude at Michigan state. Like I never really understood it, but yeah, it worked out. So yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just good luck. And that's the kind of guy you want on your team, though. He's not afraid to get his hands oh, yeah. dirty. No, like yeah, Draymond. Draymond, Draymond is that dude that, like, if he was on another team, I would hate him. But like, he's on yeah. my team, so like, he's cool. Hey, you got <laughs> similar thing with Boston, right? We got Marcus Smart, where he's like hated yeah. on other yeah. teams because you know he fights. He he's. I like Marcus Smart. Yeah, like he'll get right into your jersey. He won't take no shit. Like every team needs a guy like that. But if you're going against him, I can see how he can be frustrating. You know, yeah. just just like yeah. a Patrick Beverly or a Kyle Lowry to an extent with all the goddamn offensive yeah. charges. You Pat- know what Patrick I mean? Beverly's another one. I'm like I can't stand that dude. I, guess, like, yeah. I can't stand. Him no, either. I can't stand Patrick Beverly though. I love. I don't know. If, so like, I think it was the start of this year. I think it was this year. Early, no, maybe it was last. Year. I don't know. But there's like early in the year, and the Clippers like whooped the Warriors like early in the season. It would have been, yeah, I think it was this year. And, like, Patrick Beverly was talking all this trash, and he was just like, you guys had the last five years, the next five years are ours. And Steph's like, aren't you, like, 35? He's like, <laughs> he's like. Oh, man. Dude, I, I love Patrick Beverly catching some strays on the podcast today. This is a beautiful start. All right, all right, so what do you guys think? You ready to tell the listeners what we got going on, what we've been cooking up over the past weeks? Sure. Yeah, hit him with it, man. Hit him with it, Mark. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, I'm joined by two very established gentlemen. I'm here with Hussein, the CEO of Sleepwire Network, and I'm also joined by Marcus Grant, a fantasy football legend. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast, first and foremost. I appreciate the invitation, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Nice. A illustrious company over here. I don't want to say, you know, I'm that important, but hey. You're selling yourself short. You do big things for the community. A lot of people appreciate what you do. This is true. This is true. We have, we have some we have some fun fun times and some and some leagues we do. Um, 
Yeah, and um, yeah, definitely a bunch of podcasts that we put out there. And yeah, definitely a ton of cool stuff that we're working on now. So maybe you'll see a little bit more of me now. But yeah, uh, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, Ben. And, and if you're a football fan of any level, you guys know who Marcus Grant is, right? This dude, he's very busy this time of year. <laughs> um, um, it's so hard to be on a, a Crypto Ballers podcast talking solely about basketball type stuff for the most part and not ask you, Marcus, who's going to have the better career long term, whether it's going to be Trevor Lawrence or uh, or uh, Joe Burrow. Oh, come on. Do I need to at me like that? You know, that's a, that's a sensitive subject, but uh, – so real quick, can I get your can I get your thoughts on that real quick? So Tre- Trevor Lawrence versus Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lawrence. Um, I, I just think I think one we saw Lawrence do it a little bit longer in college. I mean Burrow had that phenomenal season his last year at LSU, but it was also sort of I won't call him a one year wonder, but like he leveled up big time between you know his last year and the year before that. Um, Trevor Lawrence we've seen do it over multiple years plus. Uh, the way the NFL is going, you want guys who can run. And not, not that Joe Burrow is a statue in the pocket, but, but Lawrence is a little bit more mobile. He can get out of the pocket and run a little bit more. Uh, as some people have pointed out to me, he might need to learn to slide a little bit more to prolong that career. But, uh, but I think that mobility is going to help. Plus, uh, I feel like the Jaguars are doing a better job of like trying to protect Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we saw Burrow get his, you know, get, get injured last year and miss most of the season. Uh, so the Bengals are going to have to figure that out in, in a quick hurry. Now, is it safe to say that you say all that to – I feel like you're kind of insinuating that Mac Jones is going to be better than the other two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what um, I'm hearing? Um, Matt, here's the thing. Mac is perfect for Bill Belichick and, and Josh McDaniel, right? Like, if – I'm not going to call him Tom Brady because that's just not fair. To, that's not fair to anybody. Yeah. But he he is clo- he is closer to Tom Brady than Cam Newton is. And so if you want to sort of keep that continuity, um, then I think Mac Jones is look, man, I think I think for success, like obviously talent has a lot to do with it, but obviously landing spot has something to do with it too. You got to end up in a situation that will tailor to your strengths. And I think that Mac Jones absolutely did that. Um, I mean, that was kind of a that was kind of a match made in heaven, I think, the Patriots and Mac Jones getting together. I was so pumped on draft night when I saw that Mac Jones made it to 15. I was, I was at work at my other job and I, I'm pretty sure I was like high-fiving people I don't even know at work. I was like, let's go. Which, which honestly is why I thought I, I never really bought, I, I say this as a 49ers fan, I never really bought into the whole the Niners traded up to three to get Mac Jones. I'm like, he'll totally, like they were at 12 before. I'm like, he would totally be there at 12. If that's the guy you really like, I mean, so be it. You didn't need to trade a whole bunch of stuff to move up to get Mac Jones. You could have got him at, at 12. And obviously that that bore out because of the fact that he was still there uh, at 15 for the Patriots. And like I think people I think people hated on Mac Jones because people didn't like the idea of him going third overall. I think you talk about Mac Jones going 15. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, that fits. That's cool. So like yeah. him going at three just I think is what what made people kind of confused. Now, what do you think happens with Garoppolo? I mean, you can't keep him now, right? Um. I th- seriously, I thought if they trade, if they uh, if they had drafted Justin Fields, they were going to trade Jimmy G immediately. I think with Trey Lance, they keep him around. Like I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Garoppolo is the starter in Week One, um, but I do think that you know midway through the season, we're going to see Lance start to get on the field. I think by the end of the year, he very well may be the starter. So uh, I think this is probably Jimmy's last year in San Francisco. But I think I think them drafting Lance 
bought him a little bit more time just because of those of those top four quarterbacks. Um, Lance is the one that I think is the least ready right now. Uh, just just because you know he played he played at you know, North Dakota State uh, and he didn't play he played one game last year, so he's played a lot fewer games than the rest of those guys. So I think I think his learning curve is going to be a little bit steeper at the start. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we don't have a lot of. Uh... We haven't seen him a lot, so we'll see what he can do at the pro level. I think it's time we start to, uh, talking to the people about what we got going on, though. I know you guys are pressed for time. You guys are some busy men over there. But <laughs> So if you follow CryptoBallersTS on Twitter, all one word, no one scores, no nonsense, you will see that we've been hosting a plethora of uh, beta tests, okay? Yes. Now, with these beta tests, if you reached out and you expressed interest, I did DM you, and you have a gist of what we're about to talk about here today. But if you've been curious what those beta tests are exactly, this is your chance. We're finally going to open up the box and we're going to let you guys in on what's going on. So basically, the Crypto Ballers are teaming up with Pool Kings to combine the worlds of DFS, NBA Top Shot, and physical sports cards. Now, Hoos, uh, this, is, this is like your brainchild. You came up with this. You brought this idea to the <laughs> both of us. So the floor is yours, my friend. Why don't you tell everyone how you came up with the idea and what, what the future holds? I mean, it just kind of came, I, I want to say, you know, as, as the world was shut down, we were all just hunkered down. My boy Ryan, he um, he kind of just blew it up. I, I've been kind of seeing what he was doing, and I started with, the, like, the little thousand followers, Pole Kings, and then I know he was, like, he was brought on the news from, like, local places down here in Miami, and, well, not Miami, in Florida. He lives further in Miami, but started seeing him on, like, TV and stuff, and I was like, Dude, this thing is blowing up. Like, it's really, really blowing up. And the idea of just fantasy, different ways to play fantasy. I mean, you have – you got super flex leagues. You got tight end premium leagues. There's so many ways to play fantasy. But there's no – there was no, like, physical way you'd play – like, crack some cards and use these physical cards to, to kind of set your lineup uh, and just kind of – you know, just another way for degenerates to just, <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I think that's kind of how it all kind of came about, you know, bounced it off of uh, a buddy or two. And it was like, wow, like, where is that kid? Where can we play? And I'm like, well, there is no place to play it right now. I mean, it's just in my head. Um, I spoke with Ryan about it. He was just jumped up, up and down. And we we're at the Pole King studio. If you guys don't know, go, go to Pole Kings at, uh, on Instagram. Uh, beautiful studio. Um, o- always have lives going on on there. But yeah, we pull Kings fantasy, um, crypto ballers fantasy. We're gonna be doing DFS. We're gonna be you know with Marcus as well, and we're gonna be just launching these different contests for you guys. Kind of like a way right now, you you can only get into NBA Top Shot. You know these moments by you know. If you're lucky enough to get in line to get a pack and then you don't even know, you, you might be like 300th or so. This way you can actually get a card. You could get a card. Sorry. You could get a moment. You can get an NBA Top Shot moment. All you do is you set up the lineup. You, you go to the website, which we'll have available to you guys very shortly. You go on there. You enter your league. And you win a Zion moment. You win a Steph Curry moment. You win a LeBron moment. These high-end moments that you probably can't get unless you pay, you know, I mean, the NFT world right now, it's, it's, you set it to whatever you set it at. Like, a, I don't want to call it a fake price because, you know, it varies, but you set it and that's the market, whatever. It's a, it's the a market price. It's just a market price. 
market price. So yeah, I mean, at this point, it's 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 so it's such a exciting world to get into. This is just another way for you to get in and play fantasy. So if you're good at it, if you're good at playing fantasy football or or uh, basketball, you know, because I mean, there's we're gonna be having multi sports. Well, there's gonna be NFTs coming for everything. But again, with the live cards, you know, full kings fantasy, we're gonna have the lives. So I know right now we're gonna have we have play in the playoffs. For the crypto baller site, make sure you guys get into that. We're gonna have those going on, but just pay attention. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're coming to the website. Make sure you're subscribed to Full Kings Fantasy. Uh, of course, Will Marcus as well. You can subscribe uh, if you're on Twitter. Follow us and all that good stuff. So just so you don't miss anything that's coming out, because it's gonna be a lot of content that's gonna be coming out. It's gonna be a lot of games that are gonna be coming out, and you might see a little bit of you know imitations here and there. But you know who came here first? And yeah, I'm really excited. I'm just really thrilled. It's, I can't wait to get it all started. I'm really thrilled, and especially to partner up with, with Marcus. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now, Marcus, when this idea was brought to your attention, what were your initial thoughts? Because you're relatively new to the NFT space, correct? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm very new to this whole thing. I, I, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Bruce explained <laughs> it to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, um, you know, I, 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 I I didn't really quite grasp exactly what it was, you know, what it was, or where it was going. But the thing that I understood is, um, you know, it's it's you know, to use an old commercial, it's two great tastes that go great together, right? I mean, it's two things that are incredibly popular. I guess three things, if you're talking. I mean, you're talking the NFTs, uh, you're talking sort of a daily fantasy spin, and you're talking. Uh, I said it's two things. Anyway, I just think it's a couple of things that really are popular that are really really growing. Um, and it sort of made sense to kind of put them together and, and make that a thing. And so uh, I'm definitely still learning the whole NFT thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of perusing the, the Top Shot marketplace, you know, trying to figure out where I, where I want to kind of get in and, uh, you know, which Warriors moments maybe, you know, if, if, if LeBron hadn't got poked in the eye and made a spectacular shot the other night, like that could have been, I could have maybe had a, a moment somewhere right. in that game. Um, <laughs> But still trying to figure it out, but also understanding that, you know, obviously daily fantasy has been huge for a while now, um, understanding that, that that marketplace is continuing to grow and trying to figure out how to kind of put them together. I think it only it only makes sense, even if, you know, uh, a noob like me is still trying to, like, figure out all the ins and outs. I know there are a lot of other people who are certainly gung ho about it. And I think just seeing the response uh that you've gotten to some of the beta tests that have happened over the last couple of weeks i think sort of speaks to that knowing that even with fairly minimal promotion you've been able to kind of you know fill out some of these contests i think speaks to a lot of that and i think as more people maybe jump onto this and, and more people are finding ways to, to kind of get involved in both of these these markets and these avenues um i think there's a real potential for this yeah i do too now i'm glad that you mentioned how the popularity of it has been good with minimal promotion and a lot of the feedback that I've gotten so far has been very positive. A lot of people are having fun because like who's was mentioning, it could be like a, a $5 buy-in, you know, once we have a website, we're more established, we can go up to like 10, 20, obviously for bigger and better moments, like moments that could cost like hundreds and potentially even a couple grand. Like we, we can have price points of every different level, but the cool thing about having the, uh, the $5 contest is that so many people would join them because if you win, then you're getting a LeBron James or you're getting a Luka Doncic or a Steph Curry. These are moments that go, you know, 50, 60, up to a hundred bucks. And if you win, you're getting like 10 X, 
like minimum. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, so like if you, if you could get a LeBron James or a Steph Curry right now for $5, like that, that'd be amazing. Coffee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, that feeds into how we're all degenerates. We want to gamble to try to win some shit. Am I right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, so, so far the, it's been getting really good reviews and people are excited, but the one issue that we've run into is the website. Once we get the website up and running, I think everything will be much smoother. It'll give more, you know, payment options. It'll be more official. Sure. But once we get the website up and running and everything, I really do believe the sky's the limit. And then when you introduce playing for graded cards as well. So if you're not really big on the NFT space, the digital space, you can still play for some slabs. You can get graded cards that if that's your thing, we got that too. So like we kind of are covering all of our bases here. And the NFL, like Marcus, I sent you a link. The, the Raiders put out that that pack mm -hmm. of, of rookie moments. I, I don't know what that was all about. I hit you up like immediately and I was like, bro, please tell me this is real. Like, please tell me that this is a real thing. But as we spoke about, if there's money to be had, then the NFL definitely could look into it. And if that happens, then it's just game over at that point. If the NFL gets involved in this thing, it's a whole other level. Well, I think, I mean, I think obviously the NBA was very much in front of this whole thing with Top Shot. Um, I mean, that's, that's how I learned about NFTs, right? It was basically through Top Shot. Um, and then, you know, I think baseball is sort of kind of coming along to it. I know, you know, and I'm curious to see what I, I have no inside information on what, you know, the NFL is thinking or doing about that. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. Um, but I do Give think as, information. I, yeah, Come on, talk, yeah, Marcus, talk. <laughs> I got, I got nothing for you, but I do think as we see it get big, I mean, look, I, I mean, you know, we, we've seen it in sports. We've seen it in music. I know I think Kings of Leon were like the first band I heard of that was doing stuff, which is kind of funny because I don't think Kings of Leon has been relevant in like 20 years, but uh, you know, you do you. Um, but I, I think that speaks though that, that it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Um, and so I, I think, you know, as, as it continues to grow, you're going to see more entities, sports, music, television, movies, whatever, uh, sort of jump on that and, and try to capitalize on it. Yeah, absolutely. I know, uh, I know Wu-Tang, they put out an album where it's a one-of-one one NFT. It's only one person. Wow. Buy it, what if, you know what why, by the way, why does Wu-Tang keep doing this, right? Because then they, they put out that one <laughs> album and that one Shkreli guy like bought it and then like, you know, was basically being a, an ass about letting anybody listen to it. Now they're yeah. doing this. Like, come on, Wu. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I thought Wu was for the kids. Like, why are you holding out on everybody? Like, stop. <laughs> I love it. Wu is not Dogecoin, apparently. It's apparently. not for, <laughs> yeah. not for the people, apparently. I guess not, but it's, it, it just really, it really makes, it puts it into perspective of how many different NFTs could, you know, sprout up overnight. Like it's like you said, it's in music, it's in sports now, like it's, it's popping up everywhere. So if you just try to like sit down and in a vacuum, think about like what could be next, anything could be that that's anything. the crazy thing. No, I'm going to have NFTs at draft night out. We're going to just have, have us walking around. You can own this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know at the uh, at the Hornets game, not not the playing tournament. Uh, I think it was the last regular season game. If you got there early enough, they actually had an exclusive NFT for people that were in the arena. You got like this wow. digitalized like uh, Charlotte Hornets ticket, and if, if, the only way you could get it is if you were there. I, I don't know if you had to scan like a QR code or something, or something came up on the jumbotron. But like the only way you could get it is if you were in the arena. Like this hmm. thing's this thing's crazy. Like I know. When the when the Celtics, I mean, they're going to be out very soon. They're going against Brooklyn, so I'm not planning on going to any games. So I'm, <laughs> I'm staying away from that. But if they had some kind of like exclusive in stadium NFT, I mean, I'd be all in on that. I think that that's something that again gets the word out there, and it's it's a really cool thing. 
Yeah, you got my brain turning right now. I mean, it's definitely a way <laughs> to get people to come in. Um, it, it's a selling, it's an added selling point. I mean, you're potentially getting something of value. I mean, we don't know what the value is going to be. Um, say just those moments in, in, in its own, you know? So, yeah, it's, and it's work because the NFL does have like, I wouldn't call them NFTs, but maybe they are like, they have like a Blitz app where you can get certain moments and people even sell it. It's not a moment, it's a card. It's like a digital card. Um, and I've seen even people selling them on like eBay. I mean, I have like a Joe Burrow signed, but it's not signed because it's yeah. a digital card. Um, and people are selling for like 10 bucks and all. I mean, it's literally worth nothing because it's in an app, but it could be worth something one day. So, you know, you're just kind of holding on to all of these potential, I mean, look, nobody thought Bitcoin was going to be worth, you know, what, 60 grand, what, a couple months ago. Now it's like 37,000. Yeah, so it's kind of cut, like, cut, cut in half lately. Like, <laughs> like 35, 38,000 now, but still, I mean, when you, just last year, it was four grand, you know, it dropped all the way down to four grand. So, I mean, Look, I mean, the sky's the limit for all of these things. This is just the beginning. Um, yeah, so this is the ground floor. It's time to get in. So yeah. basically, you're saying that you're saying the trick here is we got to get Elon Musk on board with this. Is that what you're basically? Yeah, you know basically. what? You know what? He was my next call. As soon as we, hit there, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hit up my guy Elon and see what I can uh, see what I can do. <laughs> uh, but another another cool thing I like about NBA Top Shot and just to show everyone, if you're out there listening right now and you might not necessarily be into NBA Top Shot yet, maybe you don't. Maybe this is like your first time really hearing about it. And hopefully this gets you in the door. So like you want to make an account and, and check it out because it is really cool, but it's still in the beta process right now. So the platform is still continuing to grow. And the cool thing about having it digitalized, like some people might see that as a knock because you can't like physically hold it like you can a sports card is that the possibilities of what they can do with these moments is crazy. Like uh, we, there's one moment, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there's a Mike Conley where it was a welcome to the all-star family challenge reward okay you guys probably know when you come you it gives you a list of challenges like a checklist you get all the moments required you get a challenge it was the first and only challenge where mike Connolly actually narrated it like he came he came up in a text bubble kind of like the zoom screen and he got to tell everyone what he was thinking about the play when it was going on and what it meant to him to be a first-time all-star so the things that they could do like just to continually spice up the the nba top shot moments like I'm just, I'm really excited to stay on board and see what happens next. Cause like, imagine you got a LeBron James, like game winner in the finals and then fucking LeBron James face pops right. up and he tells you what he was thinking. Like, Oh, he was giving me way too much space. Good, that yeah. Steph Curry is too little. Right. Marcus. And he's, <laughs> and he, and he's pulling on him. Like that'd be really cool. And that just adds value. And the value yeah. is what we set it at. So it, it's, I'm, I'm all in on this top shot. I hope everyone out there listening, I'm hoping that this can get you guys more involved and hopefully once we get the website all fired up and everything, you guys will participate in our daily fantasy contest because it's a good way to get your moments, to get your collection started off right where you can score some big-time plays at very minimal buy-ins, right? So DFS, very popular. NBA Top Shot growing in popularity every day. Playoffs are right around the corner, all right? We got big sure. stuff coming, website coming soon. So I'm, the sky's the limit. I'm very excited. I want to thank you guys. And there's no line. There's no lines. There's, there's, there's no, you know, 140,000 spots. You right, know. but then with the, because yeah. there's no line, like what are people going to post? You know, what screenshots are they going to post on Twitter to tell everybody that they're waiting in line? I mean, then, then what? Yeah, that's that's the cool part, right? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the cool part when you're like 200,000, you're like, all right, well, okay, this was fun. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, <laughs> you know, 
Oh, if you get number 200,000, all you got to do, right? Well, what I do is if I got a terrible spot in line, I'm mega salty and I'm like, oh, fuck this. Like, I just go right into the marketplace, right? And when people get those packs and they open them up, anytime, a lot of times people will just get moments and they're like, oh, I don't like this player. I'm just going to dump them. You go in the marketplace and you can just feast on people that are throwing the moments away that they don't want to collect. So even if you yeah. are, even if you do get a bad spot in line, it doesn't mean like, you know, just get off of the website, right? There's other ways you can capitalize because, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. totally. All right. So <laughs> I want to thank you guys for the time. I know you guys are running out. Before we go, Marcus, I want to give you, I'm going to give you a gift. All right. I know okay. you're new to Top Shot. Right. I know that you just made your collection. If you check your account, I sent you over a Steph Curry. Oh, sweet, man. All right, so we're going to start off your collection the right way. So I gifted that to you. So you got that over there waiting for you. Appreciate it. Who is you? You already know what it is. So I'm not giving you nothing. I got, but I got nothing in that throwdown pack yesterday, man. I got got Carpazzo, whatever it is. That's your guy right there, Carpazzo. I I heard you're getting the autographed jersey and everything. Oh, man. Oh, man. Right, this, so I, is fun, this is a lot of fun marcus again who's thank you guys so much for joining me today uh yeah we're, i think we're gonna wrap it there is there anything you want to say in closing no then I, I this was fun i appreciate the invitation it's, it's nice to kind of speak on something you know outside of my my normal my, my normal you know, guest spots here so that was this is this is fun i appreciate it